The quality of the following podcast you're about to listen to is a tad questionable considering it was recorded over a Zoom call keeping in mind the norms of social distancing. Now if you're someone who likes their content crisp and to the point, you could head over to our YouTube channel VUTV by Vijay Bhumi. I repeat VUTV by Vijay Bhumi where you could find small videos featuring key takeaways from all the sessions that you listen to on the VUTV show. Enjoy. Hey people, it's the VU TV show. His debut film Shubh Mangal Zada Saudhan garnered praises, accolades and awards from every significant show and people. He's a director, screenwriter, lyricist, co-founder of an animation design studio, Invisible Rabbit, just to name a few in one breath. His achievements are all inspiring and today he's with us to share his journey and give us tips on how to design a scintillating story. Folks, in this episode we have Mr. Hitesh Kevalia and he's going to be in conversation with Mr. Praveen Mishra. So, sit back, relax and enjoy the VUTV show. Hello everybody, a very very good afternoon to all of you. Uh today we have a very very special person as a guest. uh this is a webinar hosted by vijay bhumi school of design at vijay bhumi university we have mr hitesh kaivalya director screenplay writer and a communication designer hitesh uh, is an award winning indian screenplay and dialogue writer of the two uh 2017 bollywood film shubh mangal shabdhan uh with a background in design and television writing hitesh has won the best dialogue award at 63rd filmfare awards and 19th iifa awards ahitesh uh, was born and brought up in delhi uh, after working in radio theater and even as a cartoonist for a magazine he went on to pursue his masters in film and video at the national institute of design amdavad he then went on to work in the ad industry uh, uh, before switching on to writing promos for various tv channels Uh, he has written and directed several award-winning short films like Man of the Match, Is Mood Pe Kuch Nahi Hota, which won him the Best Fiction Award at the prestigious Mumbai International Film Festival 2006. He switched on to television full-time uh, and uh, into writing, uh, and uh, he wrote uh, iconic TV shows such as Mili Jab Hum Tum, Is Pyar Ko Kya Naam Do, amongst others. He also made his debut as a lyricist for the film Aage Se Right. Apart from being a visiting faculty in screenwriting at his alma mater, NID, he's uh, doing lots of uh, film work today. His debut feature film as director, Shubh Mangal Jada Sabdan, was released on February twenty-first this year, uh, and and it was a box office success in spite of the coronavirus fears that had already gripped in. at that particular time it is is also co-founder director of an animation design studio invisible rabbit along with his wife nupur bhargav who also is an nid graduate so let's welcome hitesh kaivalya uh, director screenplay writer uh, theater actor communication designer copywriter cartoonist lyricist a truly multidisciplinary creative icon hitesh hi Hi, hi, Praveen. How are you? I am good. So nice to have you. Congratulations on the success of your film, Hitesh. 
thank you so much and thank you for having me great so uh hitesh now let's let's begin with your journey uh at the age of 18 you started working as a writer for all india radio in 19 that was in 1999 yeah yeah which made you want to take up uh, writing as a career now what made you join the national institute of design uh actually i wanted i was looking for a career in the creative industry and uh, it was so vast and there were so many uh, allied fields to it that i at that point of time uh, when you come out of school uh, you don't really have an idea of exactly what you want to do in future but i definitely knew uh, after my stint in the radio and after working at uh, working in uh, acting in theater backstage as well as on stage uh, i realized that i i enjoy uh, performing i enjoy writing i enjoy the process of creation so uh, at least that that's what i felt that uh, anywhere where music uh, art acting writing they all come together is film so i realized that film is something which really uh, keeps me interested uh, and uh, that's when i decided to pursue filmmaking now at that point of time i definitely wanted to apply to fdi also but at that point of time there was some strike going on a zero year was declared so uh, a middle class boy like me got a little scared that what if i go there and nothing happens and what would i do so uh, and at that point of time uh, i realized that even national institute of design also teaches film production and the faculty there is from fdi so uh, that's where i decided to pursue that so i can't hear you i just muted myself for a while can you hear me now it is my audible now can't hear you properly your voice is pretty low am i audible this uh, let me do an audio check am i audible to people can i have a feedback here on the chat box uh itesh i'll just unmute myself yeah now it's now it's fine thank you so much so let's let's continue this yeah. so you talked about the fear of a middle class boy at that time right uh interestingly uh, your shubhmangal's sequel explores the chaos and idiosyncrasies of the indian middle class Right. With respect to taboos and examines the sexuality in today's India, you dealt with the reasonably difficult theme of uh, homosexuality and treated it with humor. Hmm. Very very tough job for a debut director. So my question to you is: Did you choose the theme yourself, or was it given to you? Uh, see, what had happened was that after the success of the first film, Shubhmangal Sadhan, which I had written screenplay and dialogues for. we got a little confident uh, about uh, being able to handle uh, as a production house also and as a writer also i got to be confident that we were able to handle a tricky subject and uh, deliver it to the the family audience in a way that they don't feel squirmish watching it 
and they don't uh, they don't take the wrong message or the messaging is right uh, as far as the topic of sexuality is concerned so uh, we got a little confident and that's when while discussing that if ever there is a sequel to the first part chumbal sabdan what if it is about uh, two men in love with each other and we all felt and i specifically felt that this is a natural uh, course for the franchise to take uh, as a, as a topic which deals with uh, sexuality which is a taboo topic in our country especially with the middle class uh, not being able to discuss it openly and yeah. it it was quite relevant with all the uh, articles and all the uh, litigation uh, pis that, that had been filed against article 377 yes and so the conversation was already on in the society and uh, i i felt that uh, what better way than this franchise to to tackle with this subject and specifically deal with the uh, with the with the aspect of homophobia in our society and yes it was a very difficult uh, choice to make but but i was pretty confident that i would be able to uh, deal with it in a manner that would be uh, good not just for uh, for the for the kind of cause that we were backing in terms of the film or the theme but also at the box office and it was important the box office was important because it represents the the number of people uh, it it was able to reach the film was able to reach thank you so much itesh uh, so there's a parallel poll going on the poll is will technology like data science artificial intelligence ar and vr change the future of storytelling so very interestingly the people who have said no is 9% yes was very little is 40% and massively is 50% what's your take itesh it is definitely going to change because uh, you can't you can't stop that change it had to happen it it, it will keep happening uh technology has always uh, it is difficult to say which comes first whether it obviously the the idea storytelling uh, came first and if any uh, camera itself that the invention of the big camera was also a technological uh, upgradation of a storytelling uh, history that human beings have so uh, since then lots of interventions technologically have been made and all have been uh, uh, in a way uh, enhanced uh, the the aspect of uh, storytelling uh, as far as the audience is concerned and also as far as a filmmaker is concerned so right now when we are dealing with vrs and uh, virtual reality rooms and we are within the thick and the thin of the story so i think it will definitely have an effect on storytelling uh, but the basics will remain the same in terms of the kind of stories the kind of stories that we we will tell the way we will tell will change but the basic ethos of a story of a of a dramatic piece of writing or whether uh, like if you, even if you see gaming uh, these days gaming is also has reached that level where uh, gamers are first taken through a very emotional kind of a storytelling before they are thrown into the the game itself where they are the protagonists so i think this all this will converge to definitely create an interesting uh, new way of uh, telling stories this this very interesting actually itesh now a connecting thought in the sense ki see advertising at large is also from broadcasting it is 
it is going towards narrow casting because of the advancement in, in data science and how uh, things are happening. So now there's another poll related to that uh, we are also going to conduct here. So cinema at large is being a medium of broadcast. Now, do you see the, the trend towards narrow casting happening in popular medium like cinema? Uh, I would say that cinema has been broadcast as well as narrow cast at the same time. If you if you imagine yourself sitting in a, in a theater, in a dark theater, even if you're sitting with thousand other people, but you are at that point of time, the light, the project, the, the, the light of the projector and the, and the hugeness of the story takes you in. So you wow. are, you're watching it alone, literally, uh, uh, even if you're sitting with thousand people. Also, if you're able to relate to the story in some way, then you as an individual are relating uh, to the emotions that are being played on screen. And that has always been uh, uh, the, the, the basic of, a, of, of any storytelling that uh, if I'm able to tell a story which relates to that one person who's watching me in some way or the other. Uh, so I would say that, uh, yes, the, 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 the emotions are all the same. When we talk about emotions, they're all the same. But we all relate to the same story in different ways. So I feel that it is broadcasting at the same time, it is narrowcasting also. So uh, where we are headed also in the same way, the way we watch it will definitely change. Like in uh, these times when we are talking about pre-corona and post-coronavirus days, like uh, I don't know how long will it take for the audience to get the confidence back to go into the theatres. But until that time, it's not that we are not consuming stories. We are consuming stories through our OTT platforms. So that's a very personal uh, viewing experience. I can pause a film. I can choose what to watch, when to watch, how much to watch. And uh, my environment, uh, I can choose where to watch, whether it's on a laptop screen, a mobile, or I can sit with friends. I can share my OTT uh, password with three other friends and share that. So it's a very, very different kind of viewing uh, that we are seeing now. So yeah, that will change the way the film uh, affects us or the storytelling affects us. But largely, again, the basics will remain the same. Wow. Hitesh, your debut film as a director, Subhmangal Jada Sabdan, which is number two of the sequel, was released on Feb 21, 2020. Uh, the deadly corona fear had already gripped in people by then. Still, the films set the cash registers ringing. And in the first two weeks, this relatively small budget film rakes in whopping rupees 58 crores. Uh, very few directors will have such amazing feat with the debut film. How does it feel? Uh, I feel nice, definitely. It, uh, feel validated. At the same time, I feel responsible for uh, the kind of responsibility which I had taken when we had thought of the subject, when I was writing, when we were in the pre-production, uh, basically when we were making the film. Uh, somewhere I felt that, okay, that responsibility that we as a production house, I as a writer and a new director had taken along with the cast and crew, we have uh, been able to deliver. So there was a sense of uh, an achievement. Uh, there was a sense of relief, uh, and th there, was, there, was, there was hope that uh, when the next, when I work on the next one, 
my next story, my next film. Uh, these many people who have watched this film or who have seen my earlier film as a writer will definitely come back to experience uh, that next kind of story that I would be able to say along with this fabulous cast. So yeah, it's it's a mix of responsibility, achievement, peace, relief, everything. Wow. So as a master storyteller, uh, you talked about your future plans. So what are your future plans? Do, you, do we expect part three of the sequel? Or as a master storyteller, you are itching to try out different genres? Again, uh, see, I don't know the master part, but as a storyteller, you want to do everything. Uh, as long as uh, I have something to say about this subject, and there is, there is the right uh, environment to say it, uh, and if I'm able to say it in the right manner, they will be a part of me. Uh, in what way it will be uh, appearing in front of the audience, uh, what story, what, who, who are the actors, when, uh, we don't have answers for that. But yeah, if there is a story and if it comes uh, in the most natural way, we will let it flow. Uh, and again, as a storyteller, uh, I would uh, love to uh, deal with another genre another another story another set of characters because that's what our job is and that's what we get a kick out of so what was your most challenging thing in the entire project when i say entire project i actually mean the sequel as a, as a writer and and as a writer director uh yeah uh, so the most challenging thing was first as a writer i needed uh, despite uh, so, uh, I'm not from the LGBTQ community. So, despite that, I had the responsibility to deal with this subject, deal with the, these characters, and tell the story in the most, most natural way possible. Uh, at the same time, keep it humorous enough uh, and sensitive enough for people to not just relate to it, but also enjoy and take something back with it. So, writing-wise, that was the most important. As a first-time director, what happens is uh, writers always blame directors uh, that I had written the scene in a certain way, but the director didn't deal with it. Uh, that it's always a grouse. I had no one to complain, so uh, uh, that was one of the most challenging aspects. Also, when as a writer, when you are writing, uh, when you are writing conversations between two people, uh, you you stop at that and you move on to the next scene. Uh, you don't talk about or you don't specifically all the time write about other characters who are standing behind. But as a director, when you're shooting that scene, apart from the two people who are speaking, there are six others, seven others, uh, the family members who are, who are standing behind. And uh, you have to talk to them and you have to tell them as a director what to do. So that was one of the most difficult aspects which I realized pretty early in the shoot that uh, what I didn't think about it. But uh, as in when we when we started shooting and uh, when we started staging the scenes, uh, within a couple of days I got a grip of that. So yeah, that was the biggest learning. That always think about the other people, what they what are they doing, and how can they add to the scene. Amazing, man. So 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 interestingly, I so does your uh, study in a in a in at National Institute of Design where you have a very versatile population, yeah, does. Does, does that help in terms of? Uh, it always helps. I guess uh, uh, studying at, uh, at 
a specifically a film school would have been a different experience but i studied film in a design school so there uh, the, the kind of holistic view that you get about not just film but about life itself about design also also adds on uh, a lot to your experience like we we we've had exhibition design students coming and helping us with our set making when we are doing uh, an exercise of that sort we have costume or apparel design students coming in or textile students coming and helping us with our costumes so uh, when we are doing a project uh, similarly people from animation come and help us with our titling or designing of a visual or a graphic sequence that we have so that that, that all this really helps because all these are allied fields you see a film uh, when you go as a director onto a film set you need to have a point of view about the costumes you need to have a uh, a thought about uh, the hairstyle the what will that person wear how will the person speak it what, what will be the backdrop why not this chair and why that painting and why this room how to use a space so space design whether it is space design whether it is costume whether it is uh, sound everything comes into the picture when when you when you're talking about film directing a film so uh, that education really helps because you learn to work with people uh, filmmaking is a collaborative medium and uh, i can think about a film alone but i can't make it up absolutely uh, so in that sense uh, it design education at uh, nid really helped because you learn to talk about your ideas to different people either they convince you or you convince them and and see creative people have big egos all of them uh, all of us have great egos so it's literally 24/7 a, a, a battle of uh, 300 creative people so who think that the camera should be here no it should be there no we, we should cut the film like this or we should edit it like that so there's a constant exchange that's happening for exchange of ideas one really needs to learn uh, that that is i would say the spine of uh, filmmaking and uh, to be able to converse with another creative uh, ego and either get convinced or convinced for the larger good of the project so that is the learning at the university we keep talking about that human skills right the yeah. empathy the yeah. ability to deal with uncertainties the ability to deal with different minds right exactly very interestingly there there are there are very good questions coming up i have my questions of my own but let me so siddarth saini says can you please ask more about his take on designing the story how does he approach story development techniques that he uses etc right so that's a question from one of the participants Okay. So yeah, I I I definitely take it as design. I I literally sit and uh, design the story, and uh, of course it's a so like uh, film writing is also a bit of both. It is a little structural process which is uh, which is hard uh, rules that you have to follow. That okay, if your film is about ninety minute long or a hundred minute long, you cannot go beyond a certain point introducing your character. so it it becomes some there are some kind of rules or unset rules which you tend to follow at the same time within this hard structure there is a soft emotion there is a 
intangible kind of a, a storytelling that how one scene will flow into another and uh, when when will when will uh, uh, a certain event in the story will take place so uh, when i go about designing a story i i i keep in mind the experience of the audience or two things i keep in mind one is the experience of the audience and the second thing is my own voice what i want to say so when i say designing a story i first put all the tent poles in place like what do i want to say if i can say it in one line then once that one line, that is my complete story in a one line. then once that one line is complete i pick out four to five important scenes all through the story how will the film begin uh, what will be the point like if i talk about shubhangal zada sabdhan since it's the recent film what will be the point how will the the father get to know about these two boys that they are in love that scene is important uh, after that the midpoint where will be the midpoint then uh, what will uh, what will be that scene which will take us to the climax so pre climax then the climax so there are roughly five to six important tent pole scenes or milestones in the story which i need to hit so this is my rough structure once this rough structure is complete uh my characters start taking shape at that point of time i think about the characters because the characters will carry the voice uh, of the writer or the director or the, uh, the 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 theme of the film so those characters need to be fleshed out in a certain manner so i let these characters go into the the the, the structure of the film and i then i build scene by scene by scene and i reach these milestones from a to b b to c and i keep checking i keep a check on whether i have overwritten something whether i have underwritten something is the message coming across clearly is it entertaining enough am i trying to so there is a constant back and forth uh, uh, which happens between me and the story and if at any point of time i feel like i need a sounding board so i i i ask some friend of mine to hear that story out so this is how uh, i go about the this i'm talking about a very broad thing here how i go about designing the story now there are when when you talk about any theme it's not just one thing that you have to talk about like in shubhangal zada sabdhan even though the film is about homophobia prevalent in the society but we are also uh, taking a a view uh, or a dig at the the concept of marriage in our society then we are also taking a view of love between seniors the older people they were also young at some point of time they might also be uh and so so we are looking at love in all from all its angles uh young love uh, uh same sex love uh love which is incomplete which remains incomplete uh intercaste in terms of there are all the characters are running for love in some way or the other so then you try to start exploring so uh, the story in all its form so in i remember in our design school we had this concept of brainstorming uh when we used to study systems design so i also feel that a story or a screenplay is like a system which is intended to deliver a certain message a certain emotion using certain emotions and it needs to deliver a certain impact onto the audience of course when we are talking about emotions impact as far as the story is concerned they all become very intangible it's not a product but it's an experiential True. so so then i would say when designing this screenplay in such a way that uh, it gives the audience a certain experience a certain emotion and it evokes a certain emotion 
so this is how i approach story if if you call uh, how do you how can you design a story so i look at it that great a, a related question just out of uh, a loud thought that i'll ask you supposing you are put into a design school and head of communication design and you have to do one or two changes in terms of the existing curriculum uh how film is being taught what would that be uh i would i would apart from whatever is being taught already i would uh, include many more uh, field projects or live projects like uh, getting the students uh, to be a part of an advertising film shoot as much as possible uh, getting uh, the students to be a part of a film shoot for a certain amount of time as an observer as an intern some way or the other uh, at the same time getting more uh, visiting faculty from the industry who are working to to come to the institute and yes. uh, teach them uh, because see what happens trends keep changing the way of filmmaking subtly uh, but surely it keeps changing every every couple of years either the equipment changes uh, grammar changes a bit uh, storytelling changes Uh, the way of working changes. So uh, I, I, as a student, always felt when I came to Mumbai for the first time, I couldn't understand certain terms which people were using. Uh, because on shoot, uh, when you are doing a student project, you don't use those terms. But when you are on a professional shoot, people are communicating through those things. So similarly, there are other things also. So it's very important to keep abreast of what's happening uh, in the industry. and uh, so as much interaction as possible <clears throat> that's one for sure and second secondly uh, because we are in a country like india which has so many different languages so many different places from where different kinds of stories are coming so i would uh, i would also try to include that in in our uh, film education and design school uh, like what is the the, the kerala film industry do how is there a film industry in northeast uh, are they working on stories how are they working what are they how are they exhibiting what are uh, what are the various problems that they are facing so all kinds of story all kinds of languages i'll try to get it we are a country of various cultures so it's important to own that up and learn a little uh, also in a design school people come from all across india so it it can be a really engaging uh, thing for everyone to understand someone else's culture and to be able to see how storytelling is practiced in their area that's wonderful itesh as, as dean of vijayabhumi school of design i'll i'll try and implement those ideas that you have given and also as 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 you said that we should have visiting faculty we wish like you know we wish to have you uh, here very often to teach us design school uh well uh talking about our design school pradeep i'm requesting you uh, if you can play that little video as we talk in in another window in mute uh, that gives the sense of the vijayabhumi school of design and vijayabhumi university so you can play that i continue with my thing i'll try to play a video if it uh, there some technical sure. issues if if the technical if if it it gets stuck then i will immediately uh, try and uh, see if that can be
पापा जी बूढ़ी गाय गाय नहीं है वो बैल है Sorry, I guess that uh, video is getting stuck here because of technical reasons. What we'll do is, uh, uh, I'll. In fact, there are certain scenes I'll describe, and you please give us insights over those. Uh, see, uh, sure. there, there's there's a in this particular one. In fact, to with Ayushman Kurana, you almost uh, made him the queer symbol right now today, an icon. <laughs> so today. and that's fantastic i think as a, as a filmmaker there must be a lot of satisfaction yeah um see your characters are see you you use a lot of metaphors and symbols in your scripts right so i i believe your design education definitely has a role to play in that uh, there is a sequence where mother is reciting i'm talking about the subhmangal savdhan a mother yeah. reciting uh, uh, swahagrat poetry to right. a daughter and the daughter is getting quite disgusted about it yeah yeah so so you seem to love creating humor out of awkward moments like that one yeah right and and i had that scene but i believe that, it, that there's some because of technical issues uh, i am not able to play but i'm sure uh, people have seen that and enjoyed it so uh you you love dealing creating humor out of those awkward moments like that one especially dealing with social taboos right 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 uh, so you have situations characters and the social taboos stitched together in a very tight narrative thread yeah my question right. to you is how do you approach it how do you approach it and is from where uh, do you start and how many iterations does it does it take to freeze a scene it it takes a lot it takes uh, i give a lot of uh, thought uh, i don't put pen to paper until and unless i am pretty sure about uh, i've been able to cover all aspects uh, whether it is about a certain theme in a scene or whether it is about especially humor i tend to uh, i've been accused uh, by my unit and by all the people that i i i write I write long scenes. I write scenes which go on for seven, eight minutes. Yes. Sometimes uh, even more than that, and with multiple characters coming in, going out, everyone talking at the same time, and there is always chaos. So uh, I, I, what I try to do is I try to reflect uh, our actual state of being in our in our country, especially in middle class. We we are a chaotic society. We we lived in joint families and uh, we. we experience that chaos literally every day of our lives uh, in some way or the other either in our family or in our friends families or out on the street uh, we are a large family we we, we love large families uh, so uh, i try to reflect that onto myself also there is always a thing of trying to cover uh, or trying to say everything that i want to say that scene about that theme especially so when a mother is talking to her a uh, daughter about uh, the first night after marriage it will be an awkward thing so i i definitely try to imagine all kinds of mothers talking to all kinds of daughters uh and i try to i try to bring out humane aspects of each uh, yes it is a taboo topic yes it is difficult to talk about it but there must be only when when there is a certain difficult situation you start being creative 
and that's when the mother becomes creative and starts reciting the poetry which she had written. So uh, it, it's an indirect way of dealing with the situation and any kind of awkwardness, uh, people, people definitely laugh at this scene because they have been in this kind of a scenario one way or the other, either as the mother, either as the daughter or, or someone else. So uh, that relatability really helps them uh, connect to it and uh, the kind of reactions. And then once, once you start thinking about the scene, uh, the more obstacles as a writer you have, the, the, the better, the, I would say, the more you have to think, the better you have to think to come out of those obstacles. So I know that I can't talk about this, but I have to talk about this in the scene. So uh, then that is the time when you start thinking of metaphors like uh, uh, Ali Baba Ki Gufa and Charlie's Chor. That's hilarious. Uh, Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so, so once you once you start thinking about it, uh, it, it all, uh, after after many iterations, uh, uh, you, you, you start looking for the right metaphor, right? Uh, one thing doesn't work, second thing doesn't work. Then finally, there comes uh, a metaphor which, which fits in like, like a hand the glove so uh, and you just take off and uh, it becomes relatable people laugh at it and you get validated that yes it worked uh there's a lot of interesting questions coming up i don't know how, how many we can take but i'll just try to take the most interesting ones so rishabh girl says sir for someone who has a grip over conveying stories in a unconventional manner maybe through tales or poems, how can they look to enter into scripting and screenplay? I, I believe as a career, he's asking. Uh, see, the only way to get into uh, being a writer, screenwriter, is write as much as uh, one can. Uh, if you get to write for any medium, whether it's the small screen or the big screen, or uh, even short films. So I would say start start making writing and making your own films uh, even if it is with a mobile phone camera because what will happen is you as a writer first will write a script and then as a director you'll start shooting your own film you will realize the gap uh, that's there between uh, the writing and the actual shooting and that's when we'll, that's what will help you writing the next time so write as much as you can uh, enter competitions uh, screenplay writing competitions uh, send your scripts to, to various uh, people in the industry who can uh, give you feedback uh, and uh, keep looking, keep watching films and keep understanding uh, this craft. It's, it's, it's a matter of time. If you keep practicing it, it's a matter of time. Yes, it takes a lot of patience. Yes, it takes a lot of hard work, but it does happen. Uh, you, you, start, you start enjoying it. Uh, and I would say enjoy the journey of becoming a writer rather than wait for the destination. So just keep writing films and brilliant. So uh, Kashyap Machi asks, how do you go with the music of the film? Sound design and considering SMZS is also a very musically sound film. It depends on the kind of story. Uh, like another thing that uh, uh, we studied in design school. Form follows function. Yes. So, so I would say a story is also like that. A film is also like that. Uh, what does what do you intend to do with this piece of communication? Uh, it all depends on that. Uh, the same scene can be uh, musically scored 
in a completely different way to mean something else. And uh, like in Shubhanga Zada Sadhan, we always knew that we are dealing with something which is uh, which is a difficult theme to explore. Uh, so at at the back of our mind, it was always that we need to keep the situation light. We need to. We don't need to. Uh, we shouldn't make people uh, uncomfortable talking about this subject because that's what the first barrier is. You become uncomfortable, you switch off, and then you don't talk. About it. While our primary aim was to, to for people to sit and watch and then talk about. It. So even while designing the music or the sound, the idea was to uh, keep the viewers engaged, and there's always a sense of unpredictability uh, in both these films if you see Shumangal Sadhana also and Zada Sadhana also what's going to happen next yes so music and characters and even the play out of the actors is designed in such a way that you wait suddenly a joke will come out of in an emotional scene uh, a line will come that will crack you up and while you're talking about uh, a comedy scene suddenly a, a, a line which is really relevant Will come like that line ki oxytocin or oxytocin bimari. That line is a very hard hitting line. Yes. And it comes in a in a scene which is one of the most uh, emotional. At the same time, funny also. You you are laughing at at human beings at, at anyone's own prudishness. So you you are laughing at it also. You are being sarcastic also. And at the end of the scene, this line comes. So uh, you have to really see musically also uh, how to aid that scene in order to deliver this line the most best possible. It is exactly what we did all through the film. Correct, it is. So we 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 have seen your kind of humor. It's definitely not slapstick. Uh, most of the slapstick humorous films, big budget films, they actually do well. Uh, still do well in in, in Bollywood. Uh, your humor is very intelligent, very deep. Many a times, uh, you know, it, it just shakes you like, oh, really? And you laugh at it because there's a certain realization, awkward realization that happens. So do you see the Indian audience uh, maturing? I think it's, it's, already, it's already there. The fact that both these films have worked yes. uh, with this kind of humor uh, is, a, is an example of that. And uh, I believe all kinds of films uh, exist, especially in, in, our, in a country like ours, because there is all kind of audience. Each film story find, finds its own audience in a way. So the fact that both these films have worked, uh, the audience has already matured. And because of the audience, we as makers have also matured that we have been, uh, we have got the courage from the audience to say, uh, the stories that we want to say in a certain manner. Great, Hitesh. Thanks for that. Uh, okay, so so uh, D. Bala Ganesh actually has a question for you. When writing a story, what should one do to avoid obscurity and clouding the purpose of writing? Uh, I'm not sure if I have understood the question correctly, but what I do is uh, I keep rechecking my material by I keep reading it again and again as if the film is playing in front of me. So if I've written 15 minutes, then I would keep reading it until I write the 16th minute also. Also, I always keep the one-liner handy with me. If at any point of time, 
uh, I feel that uh, I might be going away from uh, the story. Uh, I keep uh, that one line in front of me all the time. That that's like a that's like my uh, center. Uh, Guiding should line. always be the same. Uh, the story should be around that line. If it is not, uh, then I might be uh, indulging or I might be wearing away. Not that uh, wearing away or indulging is wrong, but you should be aware of it when you are doing it. Sometimes indulgence can lead to great uh, breakthroughs even within a story or a character. Great, great. There, there are more questions coming up. There's, uh, okay. Uh, so it's more of a, just a minute, let me figure out some good sure. ones. Sure. Uh, so, uh, uh, Ria actually asking, sir, how can one manage to integrate and to be consistent with the symbols that they use in a story? And you use a lot, quite a lot of uh, metaphors and symbols in your stories. Yeah, yeah. See, all these things come at very different, uh, uh, when, we, when we are watching the film, uh, all our senses are being attacked uh, in one go. There is music also, there is dialogue also, there is a punchline, there is an actor, uh, uh, there are other actors, there is a setting, mise-en-scene, uh, uh, everything is there. But when we are designing, it doesn't need to be there all the time, at the same time. So there are times when uh, when I work with a scene, times when uh, when I work with a scene and I just write the dialogues. I don't know anything else. I just know two people talking in a certain way. Once that pass is done, I start re-looking at the scene and maybe look at it visually. How will I start the scene visually? What will I see first? So then I give a pass to the scene in terms of the the visual that is going to happen. The dialogue is done and the visual. Then it, then the, the second, uh, third thing, third pass can be the, where the scene should happen. Should it happen mm -hmm. inside a room? Should it happen uh, next to a river? Should it happen in a, in a chaotic railway station? Uh, once you enter a railway station, there are things that can be used in the railway station. Uh, like in that bookstall scene, I have used, uh, the, the book that he picks up, it says something. So, uh, the train. So all these are opportunities uh, for a storyteller to make a statement, to say something more about the, the theme, the scene, the character, everything. Like the tattoo on uh, Aishwan's hand. Yes. Is is it becomes a part of his personality. So this is how you you create characters through the costumes, through uh, the nose ring uh, that he wears, the yes. way he speaks. Uh, all these are opportunities and at various points of time while making a film, you will be uh, required to, to uh, give a thought to it and create a character which you want to create. Awesome. Aarti has a question for you. What is the most difficult thing while making any sequel of the film? Uh, the most difficult thing is that it needs to be better than the, the first one. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that is the most difficult to achieve. I don't know if we have achieved or not, but in terms of the complexity of the narrative, we have definitely uh, done that and uh, dealt the same with the humor. So yeah, that is the most difficult too, because people already have expectations from a certain kind of uh, films and filmmaking. And they are coming uh, 
uh, with that kind of uh, expectation of getting fulfilled in the same manner so uh, to be able to deal with those expectations and deliver is the most Hitesh, we uh, we are almost coming towards the end of it. Uh, we'd like to hear from you some of the most hilarious moments in the entire process. Things which have become memories. Like, you know, we have studied at uh, the same school uh, at NID yeah. and we have our own memories. So right. in this process, you must have created some memories that you would like to share with friends, even like a decade later or maybe to your children sometime later. Uh, lots of memories actually. We had a huge uh, star cast of uh, really superb actors all through, whether it was Gajrat sir, Neena ji, Manvi, Aishman, Jitu, Manurishi Chadda, Sunita ji, Neeraj, Pankuri. So we had an ensemble cast. And uh, with all these and all our characters in their own way, no one can sit quiet. Uh, uh, for even a even a second, mm. and most of our scenes were ensemble scenes where all the characters are together in the, in the yes. So sometimes uh, uh, what would happen is that uh, every actor would want to do things in their own way, and I, being a writer first, I had written already an elaborate scene. So all those people coming in and creating their own mini versions of that scene. And it would be difficult for a, I don't know whether they did it for uh, ragging me. Uh, maybe they were ragging a first time director. <laughs> uh, because all of these are very experienced actors. Or they, they really wanted to explore uh, certain different aspects about the scene. So, uh, so lots of things came out from them. Sometimes improvisations used to happen. And most of them are like Gajrat sir is a director. Neena ji is a director producer. Yes. Um, Manurishi sir is a writer already. Uh, all of these people are creative people themselves. So they can literally uh, engage you in creative conversations which can take you from one place to another and you're, you're suddenly wondering where is my scene which I had written. So those kind of things used to happen. Lots of those memories. Also there was one uh, really funny memory. One of our actors, Manurishi Chadda, who plays uh, Chaman Chacha. Yes. He uh, developed some kind of skin infection uh, on the day of one of our important scenes. And uh, since it was an ensemble scene, all of them were together. We were we suddenly got a scare that he might have, have got uh, chicken pox or smallpox or whatever it is. And we got scared because uh, all the other actors were at a threat uh, also. So literally, uh, even in those pre-corona times, we had our own quarantine thing going. And uh, Manurishi sir was sitting literally 30-40 feet away from us. And uh, we were all sitting and chatting and having fun. Uh, we had to cancel the shoot because we were not sure if uh, we would. So that night was really, um, uh, it started very tense, but it became a funny night because uh, we just had fun and not shot that night. So yeah, those kind of memories are there. <laughs> okay, Itesh, so now uh, there's no question for you. Uh, so I think uh, there's a lot of question. I'll just sum it up together. In fact, lots of people who wants to have career in, in, in communication design or creative communication or filmmaker or uh, in, in advertising industry, they want to know basically what should be their approach, like how should they go about it? So there are people who are, even school principals who are attending this, uh, there are career counselors who are attending, many parents are attending, many young students who are uh, 
basically wanting to go to design school uh, or film school uh, are present today. And you being very popular, we had 170 plus participants and they are there throughout. Uh, I, okay, so what would be your advice to them? I'm just combining their questions and their, their anxiety is like, you know, what should I do now? Because today the uh, it's too much of uncertainty because of this uh, COVID lockdown. And uh, there are many people scaring them in terms of what's going to happen in the future because nobody knows actually what's going to happen. That's actually a scary thought. But at the same time, there are some very obvious things people uh, kind of should look for. Uh, if you have any ideas, uh, any uh, ideas? I would say that, see, the creative industry is a very, it's a, it's a huge uh, industry. There are so many different kind of uh, roles as a creative person that I can take, uh, I can be. Uh, sometimes what happens is at that age when you're 18, 19, 20, you're not really sure about where you want to go or what you want to be. But you definitely know that, okay, you want to be a part of the creative industry. That happened to me and I'm sure it must be happening to lots of uh, people also. So I would say what is important at that point of time is uh, to know is one thing that what do I enjoy doing? Find that one thing first. One, two, three, whatever. Uh, what is that one thing that gives me joy? If if one can find that, if one can do that at an early stage uh, of their education or career, then, then the rest of the journey becomes really uh, enjoyable. And even the struggle parts become very uh, fruitful and not very heavy in that sense. So that's one thing. Second is that one should be open-minded. That if, suppose I want, I didn't know that I want, I would become a, a writer. I just wanted to be a part of the filming process. Uh, I might have thought that, okay, I want to become a cinematographer. But after two, three years, I suddenly realized that my, my skill is actually in writing and not in cinematography. So I should be open-minded enough to switch and do justice to myself first. So that open-mindedness is really important. You should be initially in your career or in your education, you should be able to play all kinds of roles. You should be able to do sound also. You should be able to do, I'm talking about films but it applies to any kind of creative arts. Uh, even in a design school, uh, I should understand animation also. I should know how a textile also works, how, how it is made, what, how do product designers work. So, because that adds on to my education also. And then slowly and steadily, I will realize uh, that what is my uh, best foot forward in this creative world. Um, it happens in due course of time and it happens by doing things. So if I, if I talk about film, then over a period of time, you will realize, okay, I am good at managing. I might not be good at writing, but I'm good at managing. Okay. I'm good at making sets. I am not good at thinking of a story. So it is very important to understand what you like doing, and what gives you pure joy and be open-minded about it. When you go through this journey, because there will come a time when you will be asked to make a choice. You might not be ready at that point of time, but be very sure that it might take seven, eight, nine, ten years also to know what you want to do. Because this education never, never, never stops. I feel. 
Hitesh, these are very extremely valuable advices to anybody who is looking for a career in in storytelling, some any kind of storytelling like filmmaking, graphic design. Uh, on behalf of Vijay Bhumi School of Design, I would really like to thank you, Hitesh, for your valuable time, for all the beautiful, candid interaction that we had today. I thoroughly enjoyed. Hope all of you uh, uh, who participated uh, enjoyed this. Uh, Please do be part of our webinars and and thank you, Hitesh, one once more. And thank you so much, Pravi. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye bye.